It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Let's check in with Brett the Vet of Veterinary Associates to hear more about some of his adventures with our four-legged friends. Here's Roy Hatfield. Dr. Brett Ellis joining us on this Thursday morning. Doc, how are you good, sir? Well, I'm excellent. We, uh, boy, we, we, we went right into uh, fair season, it felt like. <laughs> it, uh, woo, it was a warm one. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, there, there's no spring around here. We go from fall uh, to uh, spring for a week and then straight into summer. Now, we are going to get uh, back down to around 70 uh, Saturday okay. and Sunday. So it's like, yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah we could. We could do that. I know, uh, you know, I talked about Dr. John and, you know, how he's had a bad back and not been able to, you know, do as much as he'd like to. And for that six weeks of quarantine he did, uh, fixed his back or it just got better. But uh, so he, they had racing at Toyota Downs uh, Monday and that got awful heat. And if it's, if it's hot here, you add about 10 degrees. Uh, it's at Sayota Downs because it's in a valley. So the only time there's wind is when there's a storm there. Um, and uh, it's just hotter for some reason. It's, you know, about 10 miles south of Columbus, and it's uh, it's it's like a little valley of, of hot heat and uh, that doesn't go anywhere. So so he, he got there at like 8.30 Monday morning, and he rolls here about 1.30 uh, on Tuesday morning. So, you know, 79 years old and still out there, uh, keeping the horses safe, stayed till the very end and, uh, uh, pretty, pretty amazing. So, you know, and I, I, I did some work in the garden Sunday, uh, <laughs> worked up a good sweat, you know, several times, but, uh, man, I can't imagine and these back at it on Tuesday. I would probably need a day off after that. So. <laughs> We got a, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, fun, 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 and especially yep. when it's about a thousand out there, or it feels like it. You know, what was it? Just a couple of weeks ago, we were in the fifties, and yep. then we had a little time where we were in the upper sixties, and it felt really good, and then straight to eighty-six. Yep. The good thing is though, that it did take care of a couple. You know, that we had we had mosquitoes hatch back in April, but then we had two freezes. Uh, right. And so that kills a lot of the larvae that were out there, a lot of the eggs that were out there laid by the first batch so it's it's not been terrible i think mosquito bites are just just starting to happen so and it's not as bad as it, you would think it would be after uh winter that we never really had uh occurred you know we didn't really have any deep freezes the permafrost never set you know it's uh it's uh been warm but uh, so hopefully that'll carry through although you just don't know so yeah um, anyway fingers crossed right yep we don't need more bugs. We don't need West Nile on top of Corona. No, you know? we, we, I think we've got enough. But yeah. uh, speaking of which, uh, I know you were uh, we were talking before we got uh, going here about uh, something that uh, we need to worry about uh, with our rabbit friends. Yeah, uh, hemorrhagic viral disease among rabbits. Uh, we did have a small outbreak here in Ohio a few years ago. Uh, typically, it happens when people are transporting rabbits or selling rabbits on the black market. I didn't even know that existed. But, you know, or, or people have a pet rabbit that they don't want to take care of and they put it out in the wild. Um, so this virus comes from typically, it's not, it's not endemic in this area. Um, they're typically European rabbits. So you can just transfer the blame like that's a European rabbit fault. Um, but they, uh, they uh, came... Uh, 
it gets controlled, you know, so it depends on how uh, big of an area. It's kind of like this coronavirus, so, you know, and how many rabbits can come in contact with it before it burns itself out. It's a pretty nasty disease. Um, it's Right now it's in southwest United States, like Texas, Colorado, New Mexico, but appears to be spreading. And uh, so keep your, if you have pet rabbits, you know, keep your eyes and ears open because if it gets into this area, you definitely want to, you know, limit travel. You want to limit, if you take your rabbits out, let them get some sunshine. Uh, you know, you wouldn't want to be doing that if the uh, virus is back in our area. So uh, it might just uh, something to uh, with people with pet rabbits to pay attention to going forward. Yeah, no doubt about that. So uh, be careful. And, of course, if you have any questions, uh, the uh, folks at Veterinary Associates would be uh, happy to help out uh, and uh, keep everybody safe and uh, socially distanced. I know uh, you guys are still, at the moment, uh, doing the uh, wait in your cars, and we'll call you when you can come in. And I know I had to go to the eye doctor a couple weeks ago, and, you know, it was the same thing. It's Okay. You know, we talk about the new normal, which I hate that phrase with a passion. (laughs) Yeah, right. But, I mean, it. you know, it's just kind of one of those it is. It is what it is deals right yeah yep it's uh we'll come up with a better phrase than that though it's yeah. just uh it's just life now and and uh you know the best thing to do is to we don't want another peak uh to occur so you know people that uh can wear masks should to prevent spreading it to other people and uh and um you know keeping our distance you know they we saw the pictures after Memorial Day weekend people cramming into beaches and you know uh uh, car racing uh, in North Carolina. They had some pictures of people uh, at a car race, uh, you know, sitting pretty close to each other. And, and uh, it's just, you know, it's a pain, um, but it's, uh, I think it's worth it if I could save my neighbor's life or my neighbor's grandmother or whoever, because I wear a mask when I go to the store, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So um, it's time to, you know, get together, work together, not against each other as virus uh, doesn't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, or alien. Um, it's, uh, you know, it just doesn't care. Yeah. So science is like that. It's it's uh, it's funny the way facts science work. Not funny, too, because it's uh, very real. Uh, one of my good friends is uh, the guy that does the modeling uh, up at Ohio State. Like, so they're, they're giving the information to the governor, Dr. Acton, about how they think this thing's going to go, all those estimates, all those charts, and everything. Mm-hmm. Talking to him about it, and and you know, it's Ohio, Ohio did very well compared to other states, um, which gives people a sense of um, uh, well, it really wasn't that bad. Our hospitals never got overwhelmed. It's not really a bad deal, but uh, it, it can get very bad very fast, and before you can do anything about it. Um, so it's. Uh, something we should all take care of and, and take care of each other and uh, uh we'll get through this on the other side there you go uh speaking of uh waiting around for things uh you got a couple of horses from hillsboro headed your way yeah i love these women they come up uh for their horses we do acupuncture chiropractic uh they shoot off these uh uh horses and uh mules uh dora the breeds uh horses to donkeys to get mules and uh they're pretty cool. These these ladies are tough. They 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 shoot shotguns off the backs of horses, and, uh, and do that competitively. And so, very cool. But I was talking to Dora when I, I made a trip down there a few months ago, and uh, I said, "Now, why do you breed mules? Aren't they like just the most stubborn, 
you know, animals, aren't they really, why would you try to do that? Why would you make it so hard? She's like, they're not stubborn. She said, they're just very intelligent. And you have to convince them that it's a good idea to do what you want them to do. I think, oh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a marriage, you know? Um, there's a lot of similarities there. So it's, uh, um, she, she thought that was funny anyway. So we, uh, <laughs> we laugh about those things, but, uh, yeah, they're good people and, uh, they do a lot of good for their horses and the mules and, uh, just need to see people, uh, not a lot of people do a lot of things on their horses anymore like they used to. You know, in the back in the uh, Roy Rogers days, everybody had a horse and, and they did something with it. And, and uh, you know, even my dad had horses when he was a kid. I mean, we wouldn't have time for a horse today. It would, of course, would get neglected. So, uh, but it, it's cool when people make the time and make it part of their life to uh, uh, care for these animals and uh, and then, you know, give them a job. And uh, so they're not just sitting in a pasture and, uh they, they really seems to help benefit the mind of the animals. So, uh, speaking of minds of horses, we got a couple minutes. That study just came out where they said that horses can recognize pictures, and they had pictures of people on touch screens. So the horse could go up and uh, recognize the picture uh, of a person's face that they have seen for up to six months ago. Uh, people that they knew in their lives, they could pick. Seventy-five percent of the horses were able to do this. Now, I don't know what kind of science this is. But it's an insight into, uh, you know, how animals think, how they learn, how they remember. And so the more we can learn about those things, the better we can, you know, adapt our environment to make their environment better, keep their keep stress low in their life and, you know, extend their life and their quality of life especially. So it's kind of a neat thing to think about that, you know, a horse can actually recognize a person that's been in their life for a bit and even, you know, months or years down the road. So, uh, so always be good to horses because they're not going to forget you. Interesting. So they could remember a face that they saw six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I didn't get into the details of it, but uh, that's uh, it, it was on the uh, uh, Ohio Veterinary Medical Association and the American Veterinary Medical Association website. So uh, I, I, they typically post good good uh, research. So uh, if uh, if I'm lying, I'm sorry, but uh, it's a uh, it's a neat, it's neat insight, and to think about, you know, that animals actually can remember, at least horses. And I get, you know, some of those things with dogs, they they can too. But <clears throat> what we've talked about with clients, like we wear masks, and the dogs don't seem to really care. I thought the masks would really freak these dogs out. I have not had, we haven't had one that's behaved any bit different with because of masks on. So, you know, the dogs really use facial recognition because they're they're not looking at our mouth which is a big part of our face mouth and nose is covered so you know it must be other things that they uh used to remember not just the picture so uh pretty cool stuff more yeah. to learn yeah that's uh, interesting stuff so uh, we'll look forward to uh, updates on that in the future uh, doc appreciate the time as always and uh We'll get together next week, talk about how hot it is uh, yeah, and uh, gardening and anything else that comes up. Look forward to it. You guys take care, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you. We'll see you. We've been keeping it real for over two decades with no signs of slowing down. Real Roots Radio.